Yo, what is up, guys? I am Josh, and this is hashtag Life Choices. I am Anath. This is the podcast where we aim to help you make the best life choices. And I am David, here to welcome you to Movie Mondays. Lastly, I am Lem, and this is our weekly segment where we talk in depth about movies. We're gonna talk about what's cool, what wasn't, and what we can learn from them. Yeah, and today, Anath, please reveal to us what our movie of the week is. Take the floor, please. Okay, so before I reveal, if you haven't checked out our first episode for Movie Mondays, yes. go ahead and check it out. We talked about Captain Marvel, and it was a very good discussion. So follow us, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. You can find the podcast there. Yeah, and different podcast platforms as well if you're on that. And all, of course, we're also on YouTube. Okay, so today we are talking about one of my favorite movies, and that is Kingsman The Secret Service. So this is the first movie. There are two in total, and this is one of my favorites. There's something about British crime that I love. <laughs> yeah, spoken by uh, our hot Brit. <laughs> so if you guys don't understand, last week I had a friend from Singapore listen to our podcast and while she was listening she was like, yo, who's the hot Brit? <laughs> and I didn't even sound British. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so to start this off I'm going to read a quick summary of the movie so you get a, a gist of what the movie is about. I made sure there were no spoilers so if you haven't watched the movie that's fine but you and, should you should watch you the movie. Really, it's, it's yeah. a really good movie yeah, you definitely should it's pg it is it, is it? <laughs> yeah I, I think it is yeah, yeah. It's, it's quiet i though. think anything it's with guns movie, has yeah. a yeah, bit so, of, yeah so just drag your parents and watch it there yeah. you go <laughs> Anyway, so Kingsman the Secret Service revolves around a young man named Eggsy, whose father died on a mission, saving many agents, including Harry Galahad. Eggsy one night gets arrested for stealing a car and calls the number Harry gave his mother. Eventually, Harry comes to the rescue, gets him out of prison, and convinces Eggsy to enlist in the Kingsman spy agency. Going through a rigorous training process, Eggsy fails the last test. Eventually, he becomes part of the agency when another position opens up. Eggsy is then thrown headfirst into conflict against the main villain, Valentine, who is planning a mass genocide against the human race in order to reduce the negative impact of people on the environment. So when reflecting on this movie, I decided to focus on two main things that I could take out from the movie. And so one of the tests Eggsy had to do, I'm not going to spoil it, but he had to do something that went against his morals, okay? And because of this, he was not allowed to get the position in the spy agency. And so the question I have for you guys today is, when you are in a situation, when you've got your heart set on something, whether it be a job or a dream, and you're doing everything you can to get this, but suddenly you are in a position where you have to do something that you wouldn't normally do. My question to you is, how far are you willing to go? And secondly, mm. when you are being pressured, when you have to do these things, what are practical steps you can do to either leave the situation or deal with it in a different way? Mm, yeah. I see. I, I just like to respond right away. So firstly, it depends on what they're having you do and what position you're in yeah. morally. So the situation echoes me in a different way because you may be in a job where they're pushing you to do something that's out of your comfort zone. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's so different. The, the, the question was something you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. So I, I suppose 
skills that applies. If the job is pushing you to do something more, to stretch you beyond yourself, I think that's beneficial in a way. Yeah. Because you're growing. And I think as a job, especially a first job, that's something incredibly valuable. But I know that the question is regarding to something you wouldn't do normally. Like It's, like it's against your morals. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And for that, I would say that that's a deal breaker for me. If your job is against your core values, you're not going to stay there for the long term. Yeah. It's not something that you're going to be happy with in the long term. And if you keep doing that, I'm afraid that it's going to get in the way of your effectiveness in that role as well as you're going to have bad motivation to even keep going. Yeah, you might not come into work like happy. You'll be dragging mm. your feet. But I actually want to go on the flip side of that. Mm. And this is actually about another movie that we might be able to talk about someday. But I don't know if you guys have seen Hacksaw Ridge. That's a very it's, good It's movie. a very good movie and we should discuss it someday. But I won't even go into detail. But basically, it's similar. He had to enlist for the army because in the U.S., that's something everybody had to do. But his beliefs went against that because he does not want to touch a gun because he was anti-violence. And yes, there may be things that may be going against our principles. And I don't mean change your principles, but maybe find a way to make it work with that company or that group that you are trying to get in. Because for him, he went against all odds and said, nope, I'm not going to hold the gun. And they found a way to make him still useful in a battle, even if he wouldn't hold the gun. And mm. we'll discuss it some, I don't want to spoil it, but- But hey, that's a good yeah, perspective. Is, yeah. um, so earlier, from my point of view, I would just be so unhappy where I was and what I was doing if I were to do something that contradicts my values and yeah. morals. But let's say it's wartime and you don't have a choice really because you have to serve you're enlisted in the military yeah. and I hope this is the case for everyone your personal philosophy is to not kill another human being but if it's for this cause and you have a gun in your hand to defend your country in a war I suppose then I guess it's a bit more blurred I don't know what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I think we'll be able to discuss that in the future when we talk about yeah, Hacks, talk or, Hacks or Rage, but basically, it turns out into something very very beautiful yeah. but basically the point mm -hmm. of me bringing that up is maybe it's not sealed that that, that is the only way you can get into mm -hmm. that job. Maybe there are other ways that you could still contribute but not go against your morals. So that's basically the, the main yeah. thing why I brought that mm -hmm. movie up. Yeah. And so something to add, the question I asked was how far would you go? And something I was thinking right now was when you start adjusting your moral standard, your core values, what often happens is it leads from one compromise to the other. Yes. And eventually you turn into someone you never were someone you never thought you would be and I mean it in a negative way yeah. because when you start changing what you believe in the things that you your entire life is founded upon and built on and when you start making tiny little compromises to adjust to a very fast-paced world what happens oftentimes is now you become like everyone else you change to become someone who you would have previously thought I would never want to be that yes. person. And there's this illustration that somebody once used to illustrate a different point, but I think is very relevant to this, to what Anath said. Let's say, for example, you are, what's your height? Like 160 centimeters. 160 centimeters, you could say you're 161, not that big a difference. You could say from 161, 162, not that big a difference. 162 to 163, not that big a difference. But if you keep that going, you'll end up in saying that 169, not very different from 170. But considering where you came from, which is 160 centimeters, you are pretty far. And that's what happens when we compromise on little things mm -hmm. and say, it's just a small adjustment. It's just a small increment. Eventually, it's going to be a big thing because you've learned to kind of like backpedal on your principles one 
one tiny step at a time until you come to a point where you don't even recognize yourself because you are so far from where you began. Yeah, and this very much ties into identity, which we talked about mm. last week in one of our episodes. Our identity is rooted in something. For many of us, it is rooted in our faith in God. In other cases, like in purpose, other cases, yeah. it's rooted in other things. And so, when you start making these compromises, what often times happen is your identity changes, and that's not something we want happening without it being intentional. Because when it's an unintentional identity change, you stray further and further away from the person you were, and that's not often something that we should. Be Be doing without noticing. Yeah. If we're trying to change the person we are intentionally, fine. That that's good because we want to improve ourselves. But if this change is happening without us noticing, because we are making decisions that are leading us mm -hmm. to compromise on certain foundations and moral values, that isn't good because it's changing who we are. I want to share actually something that my mom shared to me years ago, which is if you guys watch the Miss Universe, I want to quote something that Shamsi Su. said in the Miss Universe 2011, the question that was asked to her was if she would change her religious beliefs just to marry a person. And so this is what she said, and I quote, If I had to change my religious beliefs, I would not marry the person that I love. I have my faith and my principles, and this is what makes me who I am. Yeah, and I think that brings everything to perspective, that your principles aren't just a part of you. It is actually who you are. It forms your identity. It's not just one aspect. It's who you are in different aspects. It's not confined to a workplace. It's not confined to your family. It's everywhere because your principles define your identity. Yes, definitely. And so now I just want to transition into the next takeaway from the movie. The villain in the movie, Kingsman, was a guy named Valentine. And what Valentine was doing was through his cellular network company, he was using SIM cards to emit a certain frequency which affects the brain and triggers violence. And so really what he wanted to do was kill people and kill them by getting them to kill each other, okay? And so there were a chosen set of people who had a chip implanted in them which would prevent them from being affected by this frequency emitted by the SIM card. So the intention of Valentine was to commit genocide, to kill people because people were destroying the world. I don't want to go as far as saying, what do you do if you're in that situation when you see so much evil in the world? Don't, don't go killing people. But what I mean in this case is when you are surrounded by people who don't always agree with your moral views, people who in your eyes do bad things, how do you respond to that? Are you someone who is going to try and change them in a positive way? Are you going to run away from them? Or are you going to try to, I don't mean it literally, but kill them, right? push them so out of your life that they don't exist to you. How do you deal with it? How do you deal with people who are, in your eyes, not good? I think one of the ways that you could deal with people and you think that they're wrong, one of the best ways is just to live out what you believe. I think that is one thing that a lot of people tend to neglect. You exert all effort trying to convince this person to believe what you believe, when in fact, you should just live out what you believe. And if what you believe actually is true, then you'll be able to influence that person because that person can see, hey, 
he believes this, he lives it out, and he's actually leading a good life. So I would want to emulate that because sometimes we get caught up in the debate and we end up being hypocrites because we don't live out what we say. So I'd just like to make the distinction that people with differing morals doesn't necessarily mean that they have wrong or have the wrong morals okay because i know that people are very opinionated so many people will carry some strong opinions about something you don't agree with and for those things i think we can agree to disagree not everyone will agree to your point of view and there's always a new perspective on something that you have to respect so for those types of people you can get along in other things, but for things that you're in really tight conflict on, agree to disagree. Yeah, and I kind of want to go back to what happened in the movie. Valentine wanted to kill all these people because they disagreed with what he believed. He wanted to kill everyone because he believed that they were destroying the planet and his way was to eradicate everyone. And sometimes people might say, why don't you just live out what you believe? and then other people will follow. But sometimes the problem there is you're caught in the situation where you're like, yeah, sure, I'll live it out. But if other people don't do it now, we're gonna run out of time mm -hmm. and the world is going to end as we know it, especially in that case of environmental damage. And I wanna go back to something we talked about before. I've shared this with you guys, but the story of the starfish. There's a kid in the shore throwing starfishes back into the ocean. When asked about it, he said that he wanted to throw it back because if by sunrise they're still on the beach and not in the ocean, they will die. And then this person asks the kid and says, yeah, but you're just one kid. There are miles of beach and you can't throw all of the starfishes mm -hmm. back in. But he will say that this little thing matters. Same thing goes for your morals. Yes, you're not going to be able to convince everyone by living out your beliefs, but you may be able to convince one person and that person could be your starfish. It matters to that person. I think that's the belief you need to have because we want to kill them all because a lot of people don't believe but you could take a subtle approach and maybe one step at a time you could propagate that belief of yours. Yeah. Yeah. And a little step at a time you can make such a big difference. Yeah. And it reminds me of something Lem said about the tipping point. So I'm going to ask Lem to quickly share how that applies to this. Oh scenario. yeah, so um, Malcolm Gladwell is a world-renowned author and yeah. one of his most famous works is called The Tipping Point. And essentially the book um, observes this phenomena in which something that you've gradually invested in or something you work towards is marginal at first against if you sow in little by little in this thing, initially, the gains may be marginal, uh, sometimes even non-existent. But there's this so-called tipping point that if you slowly and surely build on what you're doing, when it hits that point, everything will just flow out. All the positive results, all the sales, if you're talking about business, it's the amalgamation of all you built towards. So I guess in this sense, this is what it relates to with regards to the environment. If you, in your in your own life, have this really strong advocacy towards saving the environment, and it seems that everyone is doing the opposite, just keep doing what you're doing. I know it won't counteract. I know your advocacy might not spread, but if you keep building it up, Little by little, don't underestimate those small gains that will eventually amalgamate into something that just flows out in ways you can't imagine. Yeah, and I want to connect it to our point number one as well. It also works in the inverse. If you take these little steps to change yourself, 
it has that same effect. So you make these little steps and at first you don't see the result. You don't see your identity changing. But since you've been doing it again and again and again, you come to a point where you don't even recognize yourself because that was the tipping point. It comes to a point where all these little compromises on your moral principles pile up and you come to a point where you're like, oh, this is so different. And that is one of the things that we need to realize going back to point one, if you're going to make those compromises, you have to think about it really, really well because you might not be the person that you wanted to be in the first place. So before we wrap up this discussion, I want to ask one last question. You're in a situation where there are people around you who in your eyes are bad. What do you do in that situation? Do you run away from them or do you try to impact them in a positive manner? Yeah, and I think it's all well and good for you to try to influence them. But of course, there is a limit to it. You need to be able to know, well, for one, how strong are you in your convictions? Because if you are not strong enough in your convictions, like Eggsy, when he was trying to contradict Valentine, he knew he trained very well. He had all these skills to prevent Valentine from doing what he wanted to do. Now, he had all these skills, he was founded in it because that's what he had been training for. Now, are you trained to convince other people with your beliefs? If no, then probably best not to go into it yet. But if you are convinced that you are strong enough, you need to know the dangers. And one of the things that keeps being repeated to us as we are growing up is that bad company corrupts good character. And this is beautiful image, actually no, it's an ugly image of eggs. In home economics, they teach you that when you're breaking an egg, you break the egg in a separate container from where all the other eggs are. So if you break an egg in one container and it's good, you transfer it into the main thing where you're breaking something. And then you break another egg and it's good, you transfer it. But if there is a rotten egg and you put it immediately within all the other good eggs, it doesn't matter how good all the other eggs are, it will corrupt the whole dish because that is how it is. Bad company corrupts good character. That's why I'm saying that even if you are fully convicted in what you believe, you need to know your limits and you need to know the dangers because you might be that good company that gets corrupt. Okay, thank you, Josh. And so just as we wrap up this discussion, one takeaway for you guys, the listeners, is know your identity, know your moral values so that when you're in situations where there are people that are pressuring you to do something you wouldn't normally do or you're in a situation where there are people who are negatively impacting you, know what you stand for and by knowing that you will be able to stay firm in what you believe in and not unintentionally become someone you were not meant to be yeah so that wraps up movie monday ladies and gentlemen thank yes. you very much for joining us and that was kingsman the secret service so if you guys want to check out the movie so you can relate more you could watch the movie and then come back you could probably piece things more clearly but you know i hope you picked up a thing or two there so i just want to thank the audience thank you guys for listening to the hashtag life choices podcast <laughs> hope to have you guys back here on thursday for table talk thursdays but before you go we just want to remind you in this life we have no choice but to make choices so, so choose wisely. wisely see you in the next podcast